Lotus FM News with Navita Gajraj. Seven o'clock. Good morning. Humanitarian aid group The Gift of the Givers worked late into last night in Durban to help move groups of foreign nationals to safety after a tense day of standoffs between police and locals and foreign residents. The families would join up to 7,000 people made up of almost 10 different nations living in tents provided by KwaZulu-Natal government for those displaced by violence in the province. Now, 400 people were moved out of Kwamashu on Monday night after tensions flared up and a teenager was shot dead. At least 48 people have been arrested. Meanwhile, news that the governments of Somalia and Malawi are willing to facilitate the return of their citizens following the xenophobic violence in KwaZulu-Natal and has been met with mixed reactions by refugees at a Chatsworth camp. Malawian representative Juma Mwechumu says about three-quarters of Malawians have indicated that they would rather return to their home country after losing everything in the violence. It's better to go back home and suffer in your homeland. It's better than living like this in this condition. It's chasing away butchered like wild animals how can you live such life it's better for you to go back home your homeland you know it's my homeland no matter what it takes i can suffer in my homeland you see malawi is too far to go malawi used to go two days and the transport it cost a lot maybe if the government is going to help us to go home we are ready to go home now, a group of parents who had complained against the appointment of a principal at Rodapart Primary School in Davidsonville have refused to meet with Gauteng Education MEC Panyaza Lusufi. The group claims that Lusufi failed to meet with them on Monday as promised. Lusufi was expected to table a report of two investigations on the situation at the school. Lusufi says while he will communicate with the aggrieved group for another date, he will not tolerate delinquent behavior. I don't want to point the finger to anyone. Indeed, there might be a genuine miscommunication. I'm prepared to rectify that. But I'm not prepared to be bullied. And no one can bully me. I'm not prepared. We deal with the issues because everyone must be respected and the dignity of all affected parties must be respected. And the aggrieved group had ransacked the department's head office during a protest on Monday. In other news now, Parliament has lambasted the Energy Department for failing to reach its targets and underspending amid the electricity crises in the country. The department was briefed uh, was briefing the Portfolio Committee on Energy on its annual performance and progress made on the Integrated National Electrification Programme. Now, the committee told Energy Minister Tina Jumat-Peterson to clean up her department. The minister was at pains to clarify the situation. Now, there cannot be business as usual in the current context. You cannot count, if you start counting targets, it must reflect what the current situation is like. You cannot say, no, this will only be done in the next financial year. So there's a, a shake-up, of course, many people will not be happy with it. Meanwhile, ESCOM has warned of more load shedding throughout this week. The power utility has been implementing power cuts from Sunday afternoon. Load shedding started this morning at 6 o'clock and is expected to last until 10 tonight. Rulani Baloy has the details. Last night, ESCOM escalated load shedding to stage 3, which means that 4,000 megawatts had to be shared. Stage 3 was stopped at 4 minutes to 9 and reverted back to stage 2, meaning that 2,000 megawatts had to be shared. 
shed until 10 o'clock last night. The poor utility has apologized to customers, saying it is important to note that restoration of power takes longer in some areas. The electricity system remains very vulnerable for the rest of the week. This is due to the shortage of generating capacity as several units are currently out of service following planned and unplanned outages. Further field now about 400 migrants have died in an attempt to reach Italy from Libya when their boat capsized. The boat carrying about 550 migrants in total flipped about 24 hours after leaving the Libyan coast. At least 150 people were rescued. And wrapping up, the UN Security Council has imposed an arms embargo on Houthi rebels in Yemen and their ally forces loyal to the country's president, Ali Abdullah Saleh. The council's resolution also calls on the rebels to withdraw from territory they have seized and introduces a travel ban to the Houthi leader. The rebels have forced the government out of the capital, Sana'a, to broaden their control of the south of the country. That wraps the news at a seven-year top story of this hour. Humanitarian aid group, the Gift of the Givers, worked late into last night in Durban in KwaZulu-Natal to help move groups of foreign nationals to safety after a tense day of standoff between police and locals and the foreign residents. For Lotus FM News, I'm Nabita Gajwanj. I'll be back with the headlines at 7.30.